Hello, you guys. Before the show officially starts, I want to talk to you about just fab. Boot season has arrived. But for my feet, it's been boot season for every consecutive season for the last many years. What I'm saying is I think almost all of my shoes are boots. Um, look, if you're still trekking to the mall to shop for your favorite styles, try getting out of the 90s and get with the times burn. You can finally be the fashion trendsetter you always dreamed of being. You don't have to make a million dollars to do it. You deserve to live up to your potential and you can start by visiting justfab.com right now. Millions of women say that Just Fab is their go-to site to see what's new and trending in boots, shoes, clothing, and accessories. And my one of my personal favorite features, when you visit the site for the first time, you're given a style quiz. And after taking it, Just Fab personalizes your shopping experience. So your favorite styles will rise straight to the top. Has a store in the mall ever done that for you? I don't think so. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP, but becoming a VIP is by far the best way to shop. VIPs save 30% off on retail price and gain access to tons of other exclusive perks. You will love being a VIP member. Here's the kicker. If you go to justfab.com slash Allison now and sign up as a VIP, you'll get your first style for as low as $10. You heard that right. Just visit justfab.com slash Allison to get your first style for as low as $10. Do it today. And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who's so funny he wants to stop time at Union Station. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer, artist, and host of the Ologies podcast. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to make goulash with farm fresh ghouls. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little cheese blintzes. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting uh, episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, David Huntsberger. Hello, doing the wavy pencil dance again. You got it. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, I feel like I just saw you because we just recorded our Patreon bonus episode. Yeah. I learned a ton about you. <laughs> and we charged people money to do it. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's a good interview, though. I listened to it. Yeah. Oh, so thank I you had for fun. that. Thank you for having me. Allie Ward, hello and welcome to the Thursday show. Oh, I'm back. It's so exciting to be here. <laughs> it's very exciting to have you on the show. A lot we need to get into. I now have a binder inspired by your binder, but I am not taking to binder life as smoothly as, as I want to. Let's so get into it. We need to get into it. I think there's a problem with the way I've set up my tabs. Daniel, hello. Hi. No extra commentary for you. Well, I think you want to be the kind of person that has a binder, yes. but you just aren't. And this is more a question of uh, identity. Oh, no. Do with. There is extra commentary for you. I recently found oh, out that brother. you used to collect Smurfs. <laughs> he had See, Daniel? a special bookshelf. Whoever devoted. delivered the dossier to my wife, <laughs> I'm going to find you. It was you. Um, so yes. we, we need to delve into that because... Okay. Dedicated Smurf bookshelf. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Allison. How did your egg retrieval go today? Please get this thing out of my vagina and body. <laughs> it went that well. 
<laughs> My goodness, I wonder what I was talking about when I said that. <laughs> could have been so many been, things. I know. It could have really, been so many of your children. It yeah. really could have been. So, uh, yes, I had an egg retrieval today. Huge, huge <laughs> news from the fertility community that's going to ripple far and wide among my listener base. They no longer routinely give you Versed. I can't get past it. So, Allie. I was going to say, is that a... Is that a kind of champagne or no? It's, <laughs> it's a kind of champagne. Okay. No, it is also known as midazolam. Okay. And uh, I thought it was a poet named Edward. <laughs> Edward midazolam. Yeah, Versed comes in and regales you with some some rhymes <laughs> to put you at ease. I wish. No. Would you like to hear a bit of verse? No, my name's Edward. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's the first one. It's on the house. <laughs> Medazolam. <laughs> yeah, no, it is uh, a drug that they often put in your IV before surgery to relax you. It's not an opiate. It's not an opiate. It's a benzodiazepine, diazepam, diazepine. It's liquid Xanax, essentially. Essentially, yeah. It's in okay. the same family as Xanax. Negociant. <laughs> it puts and you to sleep. What makes you, it just. It makes you feel like you're melting and you can't even be upset if you want to be. Like someone could tell you something horrendous while you're on Versed and you'd be like, that's cool, man. I thought it was the fentanyl that you liked. No, fentanyl is like heroin. I'm okay with that. I don't love it. It's the Versed that is like... I think people need to understand how much this truly is bothering you that you couldn't get it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to worry. I'm actually concerned that as I was coming in and out of being, uh, like, in and out of consciousness, I'm worried that I might have just been talking exclusively about this. Because I know that I said to more than one person, I'm surprised you don't give... Her. Well, because they get, ended up giving me Versed. Well, they did give you a <laughs> brochure on the way out about... <laughs> Uh, narcotics. NA. The um, epidemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my. So it's a disinhibitor, I guess. And so some people will like become chatty and who knows what they'll say on it. I never have, though. But I was. I made like a mental note to myself because I was very worried. Even though I've never said anything weird under anesthesia, but just people sometimes say weird shit. I was very worried. It's about to get. This is a real big TMI. I was very worried that I was going to jokingly comment to them about my pubic hair <laughs> because it used to be like a pretty groomed situation. And at a certain point in pregnancy, I realized I can't continue this. Um, be- <laughs> I, call it, I call it the black forest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't continue this level of groomage because it's just growing too fast and too thick. And mm. I feel like there's a cactus between my legs. I, like Hansel, I've got a five and Gretel, Hansel and Gretel just walked in there. And yeah, they've never, never come out, yeah. back out. So, <laughs> So I was like, the only choice I have is to just let it just grow in. Allie Mm. naturally has like amazing head hair that is so much bigger than what we're seeing right now. So Mm. she understands. Yeah, I I have a my whole head is a is a mons pubis. (laughs) Right. Like it just comes out that way. Yeah. So I had to just let it grow in. And I thought it was going to be like a whole itchy nightmare of a situation. It's not been, and and it's so much been not that way that I've just. Why are you shaving your armpits for the man? 
That's right. I've been loath to go back to the the neat and tidy upkeep required situation, but it's the same anesthesiologist and the same doctor that has seen my area like a million times. And so not that they keep track because they see a million women. However, I feel some like urge to be like, just to somehow comment on like, it's just different than it was before. I'm growing it out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but anytime I imagine, like, how, what would be a cool way to mention that? It's, oh, it, there is no, I, I, thankfully, I realize I would regret saying it before I even say it. However, I was just like, I know that the second the drugs are in my veins, I might think it's a good idea to joke about this. Yeah. So in the same way that, like, I'll be like, I'm not, this again, I'm just letting it all out. I'll be like, I'm not going to weigh myself today. I'm making the decision that I'm not going to weigh myself today. So if I walk into the bathroom, I'm not going to be tempted to step on the scale or like, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want, because I, I don't want, I don't want to be, I don't want a number to control my mood. So in the same way that I make those agreements with myself, I made the agreement, no matter what, I'm not going to talk about my pubic hair. And I was like, I hope that in my state of coming in and out of consciousness, I will remember this promise. Remember and honor this promise I have made with myself. So I don't think I talked about my pubic hair. I don't know how many people I talked to about the Versed situation. So in the past, you would go in and they would start your IV and then they would give you Versed and you'd feel, if you're me, really good because this is like the key that fits my lock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then someone comes in and asks your name and the last four d- digits of your social security number and and you're like talking and everything's like wavy and just great. And then you're feeling like really good and then they start prepping you. I said prepping. Prepping you for surgery, which involves pushing a sponge on a stick Ooh. like with betadine on it, like into and out of your vagina. And it's like kind of uncomfortable. And you think, do I want to be awake? That might've been what that drop was from. And then they put an oxygen mask on you. And then you wake up later and you've had your egg retrieval. Sometimes they've been doing it this way for years. That's how all seven and a half billion. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the anesthesiologist will say, I'm starting the propofol. This time, though, took me in, started the IV, the embryologist came out, asked me my name, asked me the last four digits of my social. I was wide awake for all of that. However, it still took me, I still had to like repeat my whole social security number back before giving him the last four. And then... And then you got home and your PayPal account was empty. (laughs) (laughs) Then there was some chit-chat happening. Nover said... That's what I was thinking. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> and then the anesthesiologist, my friend, I thought, said to me, there's one less medication. Oh, because I was saying something to her about how like, I, I sometimes get headaches after anesthesia and I prefer not to because sometimes they give you steroids after and then you're up for like two days. Uh, I am at least. Steroids keep you up? They yeah. do. Just punching holes in walls? <laughs> yeah, just lifting, <laughs> just doing deadlifts. I don't even know if those are, but when I have steroids in me, I do. And my nuts shrink. So, um, yeah, so I prefer not to have that because it makes me feel too wired. So I was saying this, and then she's like, there's one medication we don't use anymore. Or there's one less medication nowadays. There's one we don't use anymore. And I was like, it couldn't be. <laughs> it couldn't be. And then I said, you still give Versed, right? And then she's like, we, we, we don't 
use Versed anymore because, and I, I, I probably said like, why? I probably yelled, why? <laughs> and she said, something, ab- it's like, this part's hazy. <laughs> it was too traumatic. Something about, we realized that patients recover faster or recover better without it because like they're too tired with it or something, but there's something we can give if you're too tired. And I said, what's that called? And she said, some name I don't know, but her idea for what it should be called is Reversed. I'm like, that's really clever. And then she said, I don't know how the decision was made that they would for for a second. I'm like, well, maybe it'd be better. (laughs) Wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. How do you feel now (laughs) without the Versed? Well, I did have a tiny bit of it, but I didn't, but it was so, I had it for like, I I felt it for like a second and then I was out. (laughs) So to sum up, they didn't have Versed. Oh my God. I just, I just realized I've been talking about this for like 13 minutes. Yeah, it's all right. You, it's it's literally been all you've been thinking about all day long. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I can't get past it. Anyway, the good news is we got three eggs, which is uh, more than, than I usually get. And I still don't understand why they changed something that was working so well. You should write a letter. <laughs> And say how much it meant to you, and you're thinking of going to another clinic. No, I'm not. The look. Here's why I need to apologize to my listeners for the last 13 minutes. I'm sorry if you're still listening. I'm sorry. No, but also because I convinced everyone egg retrievals and the like, and general anesthesia and all that. It's all cool because you get versed. Turns out you don't always. So I I just feel like I've led you in the. I've I've led. I've fooled everyone into thinking, hey, it's great. You get this great thing, but you don't. I will testify um, when we first started dating. Well, the first time you went in for surgery when we were together, it, you were dreading it. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, I don't do surgeries. You were I had really never scared. had general anesthesia. And then afterwards, you were like, that was amazing. No, no. That time. Not that time. Not that time. One of the times. And the then se- you were the like, second time. give me surgeries. I want surgeries. <laughs> like, I'll do anything for a surgery. <laughs> so I do know how disappointing, because yeah. that was the thing for you. Well, I mean, it was like the first time I was like, I've never felt this not anxious in my life. Right. So. I feel dumb because I booked an egg retrieval. I don't even want kids, but just for the Versed. And I'm like, I guess I should cancel it. <laughs> I feel something. personally yeah. responsible. You owe yeah. someone yeah. a huge apology. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Or at least some Versed. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We know you're holding. Yeah. No, I'm not. That's the thing. I, I, you can't get, I mean, probably, but I'm not that craven. Can you get Versed on the streets? I imagine you probably could, but yeah. that's not my kind of thing. So I guess specific. if it's just Xanax. Yeah, I, I think it's. I, I, it seems like such a specific thing to ask someone in a public park if they've yeah, got. You know what I mean? Said. Like it's just so name brand. Although <laughs> I heard that uh, fentanyl is being dealt on the streets. Well, I mean, fentanyl or opioids? Well, fentanyl. Fentanyl. The, yeah, that's the big one that's right. killing everybody. Yeah, right. that's like a one way ticket to heaven, right? Yeah, there. like a grain of it is just like bye. No, way. I had it today. Did not feel. Isn't like that I was what in killed heaven. Michael Jackson? No, that's propofol. Propofol. Uh, Prince, though. Prince. Yeah, I know. See, really? don't mess with the fentanyl. If you're thinking of it, if you're like, I have a recipe that involves fentanyl for this weekend, don't put it in your pumpkin Just a pies. dash of fentanyl. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, once again, I'm sorry to make you guys listen to all of that. It, I feel better now that it's. I've gotten it off my chest, though. Um, okay. So, t- 
when you hear this, Halloween will have been two nights before. And yes, I say Halloween. I know plenty of people say Halloween. I get it. Um, but as we record this, it is tomorrow night. And ha- Halloween is a uh, sexually transmitted disease that you don't want to... Does it just core out from the inside? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Such a defeated... That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Your penis cores out. Someone out there laughed. Okay, I need to talk about something for a second. It involves our mommy... I, I don't know. Can I talk about mommy and daddy and me? It doesn't involve anyone specific. I wouldn't... Usually the secrets of what happened in Mommy, Daddy, and Me are meant to stay in Mommy and Daddy and Me. So we had a lesson on like, not a lesson, but a a tip. Call as as babies are like discover, you know, as they get older and as they're discovering themselves and stuff, call the organs by their real name for a number of reasons. Like no more wee-wahs. Yeah, Yeah. no wee-wahs, but you're supposed to name their privates. Gremlin (laughs) nut chip. <laughs> no, the 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 scientific biological name for the parts you're supposed to call them is Gramblin Napchick. Is that your Baba? You got your Lulu over there? <laughs> Don't tug on your penis. <laughs> Gleeklor. <laughs> seems weird. So, someone had a story of teaching at a at a preschool, and the kid kept saying something about like my willy hurts, and she didn't under she could, didn't put it together, and. It just, oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, geez. What? Who doesn't know what a willy That's is? That's my point. Yeah. It's absurd. It's not like the, the jerk where he calls it his special purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like willy, you should be able to, you should know what that is, it's right? It's in yeah. the lexicon. Yeah. It's, That's yeah. common. That's an international phrase. Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. international. In, in most okay. countries. I think so. It's cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's like calling it your mobile. Willy. Willy. Well, your how's phone. your willy, Frederick? <laughs> So, some people at this table have Halloween plans. Yeah. I would like to know what, what you guys are going, going to be doing. I thought you were going to say some people have willies, and I was like, we're to, whoa, we're going there. <laughs> well, they do. Yeah. It's not untrue. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing for Halloween? Well, it's Nevada Day and Halloween, All Hallows, and my girlfriend's birthday. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. So You're not getting out of this without celebration. <laughs> no, but I make sure Nevada Day gets folded in there pretty heavily also. What's and that the- is what? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just our special day. We have a song we sing. No, home don't. means Nevada, home means the hills, home means the sage and the pine. There's a lot of could Nevada s- pride. Wait, could you sing that? I can sing the first verse. Okay. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means the sage and the pine. Out where the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines. And you guys, if you want to go, shine, shine, shine. Okay. There wow. is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see. Right in the heart of the golden west, home means Nevada to me. Thank you. Fantastic. Happy Nevada Day two days ago, everybody. So what is Nevada Day? <laughs> They technically, I think, changed it so it's like the final Friday in October. I'll never, ever subscribe to that. It's yeah. Halloween. It's always going to be on Halloween. It yeah. just, I think it's like uh, when the state was born like into time. action in huh. the late 1860s, they decided, let's not forget this day. That's cool. Yeah. So for a state that like has virtually no state pride citizen to citizen, we collectively have a bit of pride in our song and... uh it's, it's fairly reserved, I suppose. My but, sense well, of sorry. My sense of Nevada is like there are cities on the on the edges of Nevada. <laughs> like up at the top, along the side, and down at the bottom. 
and nothing in the middle but like Air Force bombing ranges. You're not way, you're not incredibly far off. Yeah, everybody's yeah. just hanging onto the edge of the pool in that state. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that far. I mean, I would, so we talked about this on the Patreon episode, mm-hmm. like doing high school rodeo, and I would drive out to all, sometimes just on my own, like just me and my horse in a trailer and like head out to these weird little sort of cow towns in between. They're like speckled every hundred miles on I 80. And we'd go do rodeos there. Have fun. Yeah. What city are you from? So I'm from, I'm really from Reno, but I grew up north there. I like to say I'm from Lemon Valley, Nevada. Sure. Which wasn't really recognized sort of as, it's just like a suburb, but it's like 15 miles outside of That's Reno. pretty far. Yeah. Are there any lemons there? No, it's two M's. Oh, named, God. Named after. Oh, like Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, things grow there. That's awesome. <laughs> it's no, yeah. we grow. We've caught a lot of lizards as a kid. I don't okay. meet a lot of people that engaged in that activity. But right. um, if I were going to celebrate a Nevada Day, oh, we'd be catching some lizards. So some dude named Lemon founded this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Are there any verses that address either Burning Man or slot machines? <laughs> the second one involves Kit Carson. Follow okay. the old Kit Carson, but I don't think it gets into okay. the slot machines entirely. But I mean it wouldn't truly be representative. Keno, did you ever play Keno? Hell oh. yeah, yeah. Free oh, crayons. Yeah, yeah the That's best. The only gambling game that you walk away with a crayon out yeah. of. And it is a kid they'll let yeah, you play. No losers with Keno. I remember so often as a kid being like, we'd go out to eat, like we're going out to dinner and then some, per- usually a woman would be walking by with a tray going, cigars, cigarettes, roses, Keno. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my lady, would you like some Kino cards and a crayon? Sometimes she'd have other stuff that wasn't on that verbal menu mm. that would be like sparkly glasses or things yes. like that. I know what you mean. Yeah. So I got excited like, for the sparkly glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I get some candy cigarettes? I have those. The, the, those gals would come by. I remember when I started gambling in Vegas in college and realized that they would give you free cigarettes if you're at the table mm-hmm. for long enough. Um, it'd be funny to be gambling and be like, I'll take the sparkly glasses. Oh, you're at the blackjack. I'm entitled to them. The house yeah. owes me this, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so serious. is there actually something you do to celebrate Nevada Day or just in your heart? Um, I don't... Th- I mean, A lot of whooping it up. There's probably some level of gathering maybe in uh, in Reno to do it, or maybe the kids get to do something at school. But they, very few parades and things like mm-hmm. that. It's just not that uh, but, cele- celebration-y of a place. But there's not like a, a character who's like the Nevada Day guy. No. Like Yosemite Sam or something. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> had, had to sort of borrow all of our figures. Like yeah. Mark Twain spent a little bit of time in Virginia yeah, City. And we're like, that's our guy. Yeah. Well, he's not from there. He stopped by. Yeah, he stayed, <laughs> yeah we had a drink. once. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we don't have like a Quinnip. Maybe Jimmy Kimmel will start being like the Nevada guy or something. Oh, Yeah. Man. I think you can claim him. Mm-hmm. He's from there, and the he seems pack. to have Vegas pride. Pack. Yeah, I think so. Also, a revelation from the Patreon episode, but this probably also was on Can I Pet Your Dog when you were on that episode. Oh, David yeah. had a cat named Charlie Pooh Bear, who he referred to as Pooey. Pooh Poo Bear Charles. Oh, Pooh Bear Charles. And that was my mom. Pooey. All, every pet I think she's ever owned has had the middle name Charles. <laughs> and so, so Pooh Bear Charles, we called Pooey. 
That's my so guy. cute. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Yeah. Why Charles? What is the <laughs> I don't know. About She's it. never uh, <laughs> divulged what the meaning behind it is at all. But she'll get a new cat for a while. She had this cat named Romulus. Like, and he walked like John Wayne. Like his hips were fused or something. Hmm. So he had to like kind of waddle with these straight back <laughs> legs. And I'm coming in here. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, look who's coming in. Romulus Charles. I'm like, Why the Charles again? Like, yeah, it's just built in. Allie, what are you doing for Halloween or Nevada Day? Well, I'm celebrating uh, your girlfriend's birthday. By yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> eating candy with someone else's children. Yes. Um, I, cr- I don't know. I just realized when you asked me that, I crossed over from being like, I'm going to hit this thing. It's going to be lit as hell. It's going to be great to being like, I'm going to go hang out with my friend's kids <laughs> and watch them. And I was like, what? This is, I just realized this has been the biggest shift into adulthood. More so than like gray hair or anything else. I was like, oh no, like I'm mortal. Oh boy. Did you ever go through, like I really like handing out candy and I think I got into that pretty young. Yeah. Like I was substitute teaching at 22. I might've been the youngest person ever to refer to people not that much younger than me as young man and young lady. (laughs) (laughs) But I really liked handing out the candy. I thought like you would not switch into that until you're like in your forties. Yeah. From a young age, I really liked it. Do you get into that at all? That's fun. I've been, but in LA, I I don't get a lot of trick or treaters. I did live in one house where we were just besieged by them, where it was just like batting down the hatches, like hide under the bed until it's over. We were out of candy in the first like four minutes, and uh, and and then I moved, and I I don't think I've had a trick or treater since. But but this year I have a friend who has a couple kids, and we're getting together in her neighborhood to go take them trick or treating, which is like such a weird. That's so sweet. It's like a, such an uncle thing to do. It's like Uncle Allie's gonna come over and look at you with your kids. I like that you're an uncle. I don't know. I'm much more. I'm much more avuncular than I am. Because like an aunt, like antler. Yeah, like there's no word for aunt like. But right. oh, there is somebody just told us me like two days ago. No, I have to what look it up. It? But there is a word, and somebody Get out. somebody brought this up to me no less than two days ago. I'm, what is I'm it? Look it up. Is Sta- it para maternal? Like it's because you're. It's it's so much less fun than avuncular. Okay, that's that's all I remember. I never knew Stand avuncular by. refers to. I had no uncle. idea. Yeah, like an uncle. Yeah, it's uncle. Right. Yeah, such a specific word. I want to know who is like. I need something in the lexicon <laughs> to address this feeling. <laughs> the Germans have a word for it. The Japanese do, right. but the English. No. Maybe avuncular. it was Edward Versad. <laughs> is that his name, Edward? Uh, yeah, the, Edward. The yeah. <laughs> but I don't like. I feel like ants spoil you and take you to manicures, and they mother you and they wipe schmutz off your face. And I feel like uncles are like, "Let's build stuff," and I'll tell you about this. And I feel like I feel give you more, your first beer. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I would give your child a beer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't drink hmm. beer, so I'd be like, well, "You, you want to drink this?" But I just don't like it. But Be the first thermos. I'll give them the first thermos. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd go out wood chopping with them or yeah. something. So I don't know. That's I, always um, My yeah. cousin's son, uh, we were playing out in some dirt and his his dad was riding a horse nearby, like kind of just loping around in circles. And he started throwing dirt clods at me. Okay. <laughs> and my first reaction was to kind of like, hey, cut it out. Hey, stop it. <laughs> and then what would you guys do in that scenario? What's your, in? I mean, you have more time to think about it than I did. Do you have like you a quick throw- You have to catch it midair and hurl it back. I would it's find dirt clods my and own. Yeah, hit him with a few and taught him a thing or two. That's right. Yeah. And How I, old was this kid? Uh, three. That's a real, <laughs> that's a real growing up in the desert kind of fun <laughs> yeah, to have. Really we, we really threw a lot of dirt clods in my day. <laughs> yeah. We don't have snow, no snowballs, <laughs> dirt clods. I felt so weird doing it. 
Throwing was, dirt at a three-year-old? Because I felt so pathetic prior. Because like, there's <laughs> nothing I can do. Because he, he's a child. He can do whatever he wants. I'm not going to go over there and like, grab his arms like cut it out. So I just kept walking like out of his range. But he's fast. He just run over and throw more at me. I was like, well, you have crossed the line, sir. And then it felt really good because the moment I hit him with one, he was like, that can happen? I was like, it can if you're avuncular. <laughs> I feel the, like I would deliberately miss it. The equivalent is Matera... Teral, M A T E R T R A L. That sounds like a drug. Yeah, <laughs> that really does. Like I. Well, now I'm interested. <laughs> Metaterol. Wait, I gotta see this word. Yeah, work it out for me, because that's not easy to say. Metaterol. I feel paramaternal is better. Isn't that what you kind of made up? Paramaternal. Paramaternal was what I suggested. I think that's better. Because you're like. <laughs> Vocular like and metateral. This is how did this like come maternal. up? Maternal, I think. Maternal. I think it, it, it was out of the, on It was out of the blue. Somebody said, "Hey, you know what I found out today? The the female, the ant version of avuncular. It's so much less satisfying. It's so much less interesting." And then they said it. I agree with Maternal. that. Yeah, I agree maternal. with that. Yeah. Who would have the balls to use this in conversation and not explain it? Yeah, just. Just blast right through it so that you're <laughs> expecting everyone to know what it means. Yeah. It sounds yeah. diseased. It doesn't sound like a good... It's, a, it's, it's not, not fun. It's not a confession you would want to make over cocktails. Yeah. Like, I'm very maternal. <laughs> I don't It's not a thing I'm going to... Like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go to the doctor and get something from my maternal. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. But, but yeah, I don't know. So I'm going to go walk some... I'm going to go walk some kids around a neighborhood. And then I'm probably going to... Shivuncular? Shivuncular! That's, That's good. Better. Yeah. That's better, right? Yeah. That's good. I love that. Maternal. What Valley. if... See, it's interesting that someone just discovered this word and mentioned it to you. What if this is a weird mm -hmm. not bit of knowledge that's like sweeping the nation right now? I thought you were going to say, what if this is all a simulation? And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm <laughs> that seems more likely than what I just said. <laughs> it's like, what if nothing is real? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How frequently do your thoughts go in that direction? Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. I'm like, there, there's got to be an explanation. And then... But it's it's a comfort. I mean, every time I get overwhelmed by something, I just think, what if none of this is real? Oh, well. And then I just keep eating Lucky Charms for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll try to get so big picture about things that nothing really bought. Like that feeling mm -hmm. of like, nothing matters. We're all going to die in, yeah. in the way that that can be a liberating thought. But I can only maintain that for a little while. And then like the, you know... Oh, I had a big because I'm constantly just crippled with existential crisis all the time. And I interviewed on the podcast. I interviewed a thanatologist this week. Came out on Halloween. Study of someone who studies death, right? Death and dying. The podcast Ooh. being ologies, yep. which you guys should all check there. out. No, do it. <laughs> but I was. I thank you, thank you, bowing. But I was really nervous about doing this because I'm like have all these existential crises about death all the time, and it was so uplifting. And it gave huh. me great perspective. And I walked out of there being like, I feel pretty pumped about being not dead. And it was an actually a great conversation. I, I thought a thanatologist would be super, super gloom core, but she was just sunny as fuck. She was like, live your life, man. It's going to be over. So what? Be you. And I was like, wow. So what does she do? 
Uh, she's certified to operate uh, like a crematoriums. Oh, and I was like, how's that <laughs> test? And she's like, you just, they just make sure you're not an idiot. You did a hand gesture when you said certified yeah. to operate. Mm-hmm. It was like you were stoking a fire. Yeah. Was that like shoving I'm a body certified. in? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Give me no, the stick. Are, those are a stick with marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, it was a fireplace poker. It was like, yeah. <laughs> What if they are like roasting marshmallows over the? Someone has to have done it once. I bet I didn't ask. I got to go back and do a follow up episode. (laughs) But she mostly just like talk, gives talks, and counsels people. But her her outlook is super sunny, and it was it ended up soothing a lot of my crises. I've been like in a pretty chipper mood since then. How has it soothed soothed them? Well, I think understanding that the existential crisis that I face is something that everyone faces, just no one talks about. Which is what? Which is just, uh, am I a good person? What happens to me when I die? Uh, is death going to hurt? All these things that we just are, we think about like every once in a while and, when, and then we tell our brains like, shut up, shut mm. up, don't think about it. Don't think, check your Instagram instead, which is what I do. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, go look at something else. Um, and so that was helpful. Uh and so I think the last, the the last like since I've interviewed her, I've been like, well, all the best you can do is just is just to quote Matthew McConaughey's JKL guys, just keep mm-hmm. living. <laughs> I love you, I like man. That. Yeah, just L-I-V-A. keep living. Yeah, and do your best. And but also her biggest message is like the best thing you can do is just be you. So the, the worst, the thing that's more scary than death is living a life that's like inauthentic you and go. you're a pansy where you don't do anything you want to do. And I was like, ooh, word, ouch. Yeah, that's my. I feel like the only reason I would fear death is if I'm not living my life the way I want to. But if you're living, because then it's like tragic. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. you're living, if you're doing what you want, if you wake up and you're doing what you want that day or with your life, it's kind of like, well, yeah. And I, I was listening to your episode with Volcanologist. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was, it's so. It was really interesting, but what I loved about it was, so this is a a woman who studies volcanoes. Yeah. And what I loved was how she... Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Uh She, like, she thinks of herself like she's a celebrity. And I love that. Like, I love... She's just like, you know, uh, I'll be at the, the... center or whatever and there'll be people there and they don't know they're standing next to a volcano. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> oh my god just and and she wasn't saying that to be funny she was like legit yeah like i'm the shit yeah i, I love that yeah they really it's like then again like do i work on volcanoes no, no. so i'm like well you did that is pretty that's cooler than me at yeah. this point but yeah like uh <laughs> having any kind of ologist at the end of the name you're suddenly you're like oh what's your deal but right. yeah i get kind of starstruck uh, around <laughs> them because i'm like what's your deal how what do you know how long did it take to know it but yeah but i mean but she, she was acting like she was tom cruise like she, they don't know they're standing yeah. next to tom cruise right <laughs> they don't now, realize you know? it they don't <laughs> realize it david yeah, you host the science podcast. You guys are both in this science mm-hmm. world. Yeah, I've been and on his podcast. Yeah, she was a recent guest. Yep, nice. On the space cave. Sat in his yeah. garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind Loved of beer it. did you have? We had kombucha cocktails because Allie kombucha does not like beer. Cocktails. I'm sorry, I have tried to drink so. Many, I have left so many beers just uh, like sneakily at parties where I'm like, how do I abandon you don't this have beer? To apologize. Ugh, it's all right. How's kombucha? I've never had that. It's okay. It was good. We had a little cayenne pepper in it, Ooh. and. Uh, um, Ginger, is that right? No. Yeah, ginger, yeah. cayenne pepper, and some lime. It makes yeah. a good bucharita. It was fantastic. You know, put a little tequila in there. And it was really hopping, like too. Yeah, so yeah it, it was it, good. 
delightful. For a second, when you said bucherita, my brain thought a burrito. Right. And I was thinking, I don't understand how you can make a burrito out of kombucha. <laughs> but then I realized, because that's you not the that's not where you're going with it. What's his garage like? We've never seen it. What? what? He's gonna come over. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It's magical. It's to- it's it's actually such an uncle garage because like you go and there's like woodworking stuff and like some so there's like a tackle box on a shelf. What's a tackle? Yeah, oh, yeah. a tackle box. Yeah, yeah. thinking of like a football stuff. tackle, and I was yeah. confused what happens in this box. That's the dream. How did you convert yeah. it? What was your process? When did when did you decide like this is my space? I'm making it mine. And when we first looked at the place to rent it, the people that lived there had just like some like cartoonishly empty full like cardboard boxes that they hadn't folded up so mm-hmm. it was taking up max volume of space <laughs> with minimal sort of uh efficiency and and i think the landlord just thought like yeah that's what you do here it's just this empty space and we looked at it and we're like this is fantastic and so the moment we got in there i there's a desk just in the middle of the room and i kind of moved that over into the corner brought the whole room right to life <gasps> heck heck yeah and then i had this table that i had made years ago that uh had served as like our everything table for a long time i made all kinds of stuff on it but then we'd sit down and eat at it then that moved into there where it was now kind of only a working table and then we got some shelves and whew, it just really came together can i ask you guys all a question do mm-hmm. you ever have this recurring dream where you're in your house or you're in another house and then suddenly you open up a door and there's like a whole other room you didn't know existed. Yes. And you're like, oh, I oh, could yeah. do so much with this. It reminds me of that. Does that happen to you? What yeah. does that dream mean? I, One time I learned what it means. It's like, I think it's like this. It means you need to move? No, I feel like it was like, but I think it has, I think what I read was that it has something to do with your psyche. Like there's like some skill set that you have that you're not aware of or some solution. I, I think recently I had one where I found a basement <gasps> that I didn't know that we had. Yeah, nice. that's so exciting. And then do you yeah. wake up and you're like, Argh. I know, I, 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 that probably has something to do with subconscious, you know. I had one of these that was, I don't know what it related to, but it wasn't negative. It was at my grandparents' house, and I think my grandmother lived kind of a life like we were just talking about that she didn't maybe love every part of it. Mm. That she lived like this is how you're supposed to live. Because she would always tell us as we got older, like, go do that. Yeah, that thing you want to do, go do that. Mm. And. I had this dream that I went into like her closet and a huge room opened up and it was this cool like kind of like you'd imagine sort of the locker room to be at like the masters or something like that. Like very like dark wood (laughs) cabinets and these benches and this huge flat screen TV and there was a bench just in the middle of the room that I sat on. And I watched videos where my grandmother was really young and like oh, hanging out with oh, her wow. friends and smiling a what lot. A cinematic yeah, dream. It was fantastic. This and is it, well art directed as well. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> and I had never seen my grandmother young and happy. And so I woke up just like in the best mood. Like Aww. that was terrific. So whatever my brain was doing then. Maybe that was your grandma. Is she yeah, could have been. Wait, is she alive? No, she okay. had she had since expired when I had that okay. dream. But um, yeah, maybe it was. That's <laughs> like, so sweet. It was. Yeah, it was really nice. I had a dream that I had romantic feelings for our veterinarian. <laughs> <laughs> He's very old and not attractive. Oh, no, oh, no. Smurfs and now that, that's you guys. These skeletons. And, and here's the weird think- thing. It like. You know when you have sort of a dream hangover where you have mm-hmm. a dream about someone, mm-hmm. like you could be upset with someone. And, and you then... get all flush when you go to the veterinary now. Yeah. Well, so for <laughs> like throughout that day, I kept thinking about him and the feelings were still <gasps> attached to him, even though I was like, 
this is so weird. He's like 85. How sexual was this dream? It wasn't sexual. Oh, it was okay. just that like we have a, a super special secret relationship. It was, I mean, I think the dream took place in the vet's office. He was wearing his lab coat or white, which is like, I don't know why he needs to wear that, but he was wearing that. And in the dream, I was just like, there he is. I, Dr. <laughs> Professor Bitch, Dr. Martin. <laughs> well, Dr. Martin does have a very nice bedside manner. He's great. He's a great vet. It's just confused. Like, I just, I don't understand why my feelings attached to him. Don't it's, worry, Daniel. No, I'm It's not. like a quick leap from bedside manner to pillow talk. It's just like <laughs> two, two inches over and you go from that. Right. From the word bed all. is involved. Mm-hmm. In that. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I need to tell you about something, which is this. We've all seen a mouthwatering, healthy smoothie or acai bowl on Instagram or Pinterest and thought, that's the kind of thing I should be eating, but who has the time to make that every day? Wouldn't it be great if you could get those picture-perfect nutrients without having to hit the farmer's market and chop up a million fruits and veggies? Well, now you can get all your superfoods super fast with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest sends superfood eats straight to your door with your choice of smoothies, activated breakfast bowls, or nice cream vegan sundaes. Each single-serving cup comes ready to blend or heat um, and Daily Harvest freezes all their ingredients at peak freshness, sealing in their nutritional value. And here's my favorite part about it. Your Daily Harvest cup is ready in just 30 seconds, so you can eat right, right now. Go to daily-harvest.com. That's daily-harvest.com and enter promo code Allison to get three items free off your first bowl. That's promo code Allison for three free Daily Harvest cups at daily-harvest.com, daily-harvest.com. All right. I need to hear more about these Smurfs. <laughs> oh no! Please um, tell me more, because you weren't mm. into Smurfs the cartoon. You were just into collecting Smurfs, and you would ride your bike to the Hallmark and use your allowance money to buy them. It's so cool as fuck. <laughs> First of all, I want to say that I also collected baseball cards. Okay. That doesn't yeah. cancel it out, man. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, well, because where were you going beyond like the main five? They had a lot of different collectible Smurf figures. Um, Can we get an age on this? Yeah, no, I was probably like nine, ten, eight, nine, Double ten. digits, okay. Yeah. So okay. translation, nineteen twenty. Like, <laughs> okay, I was 16. Did you have um, a Gargamel? He drove no, to Hallmark. No. So there was a Hallmark in our neighborhood, <laughs> and... Uh, they would sell the, they were like, I don't know, two, in, two and a half inches tall. Which is shorter than, Smurfs are supposed to be three apples high. Mm-hmm. So these were not to scale. Which is crazy because three apples high is pretty big. It's pretty big. What yeah. kind of apples are we talking? Well, yeah. okay. So when I told Daniel, Daniel, the Smurfologist, didn't know <laughs> that they're three apples high. What? So then this is going to be visual. So someone's gonna i I will have to explain to listeners what's happening daniel was like what three apples high that's like this big and he held his hands like like two and a half feet apart this that's three apples that is not three apples high you were holding your hands 12 inches apart that's like three cantaloupes high that's like an apple right sure okay are we talking like gmo apples we talking crab apples the apples are getting bigger (laughs) okay i think it depends they are not (laughs) three fists high i think is a good yeah Still bigger than I. I just assumed they were the size. These were these were life size, right? Yeah, uh, figurines. Well, Smurfs anyway. to me are one fist high at the tallest. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't explain it. 
I um. Yeah, three. There that's you go. Cre- they, that's, that's, a, that's a creepy height, right? Yeah, yeah. that's too much. Like it's too big. Like if I saw <laughs> one apple high Smurf running around that's in the woods, cute. I would go, that's cute. Three apples high, that's I get like that. approaching yeah. like gnome territory. They're sort of gnomes, though, if you think about it. But when you think like of Gargamel, who we assume is 5'10 to 6'2, <laughs> yeah. and they're yeah. maybe up to his ankle. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like yeah. They're, they're not, yeah. Maybe not he's just a really freakishly big guy. Yeah. We need to see the picture of the cat. Next to the, uh, yeah. yeah, next to the Smurfs. Hmm. Um, All right, so back to your love of Smurfs. You're asking me to explain something that I can't explain. It, w- it was, you know, you're, you're, I was a very innocent child <laughs> and uh, lived very much up in my own head, and I just liked f- figurines. I liked Star Wars figures. And then I saw these. There was something about them that appealed to me. Were they kind of like of a porcelain nature? No, they were like uh, rubbery, plastic. right? Wishy, They're yeah, a rubbery. They were kind of a rubbery plastic, and they had all the different Smurfs. So it'd be like artist Smurf or soccer Smurf or this Smurf or that Smurf. You know, you just get them. And what uh, were some of the other this Smurfs and that Smurfs? Uh, yeah, know, and what was your favorite? Because you know you had a favorite. I you liked. Know it. I did like. Well, I was really into baseball, so I liked baseball Smurf. And I liked, uh, and um, I liked a uh, virgin Smurf, virgin, and, uh, homework Smurf, Smurf, hay <laughs> fever Smurf, teacher's favorite Smurf, lactose intolerant Smurf. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, cry I myself had, to sleep at night, Smurf. <laughs> I had all of the 1982 Phillies cards. I so. What Wish other there Smurfs was like a did you have? Hard electric guitar riff right after that. <laughs> <laughs> what other what what Smurfs were there? Oh, sweetie, you, you name it. I mean, there was uh, <laughs> there was an artist Smurf with a with a palette like one of those like paint things. There was uh, I mean, I can't really remember them all. Um, so I'm sorry. What if you found out now this collection was worth hundreds of? Yeah, where of are they? My mom <laughs> probably still has them. That's How many did you news. have? Oh, I mean, I probably just had a couple dozen, maybe at most. Oh, it's a lot of bike <laughs> Only trips. a couple dozen. Just, I'm laughing with you. I don't know if I had that many. Oh, Jesus Christ. The bike ride back. <laughs> what sort of smile are we wearing? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you whistle the Smurf theme when you were riding your bike home? Uh, do you remember Smurfberry Crunch? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yes. That was good. Real good. And that was uh, Smurfberry Crunch is fun to eat. Dun, 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 dun. That was it. What um, was it? Was it Captain Crunch? <clears throat> it was sort of like Captain Crunch if it was just the berries. It was like blue and yeah. red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Berries. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good but uh, you can go to bluebuddies.com and look up your, uh, there's a Smurf price guide. Get there. the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's hilarious. And what was this special shelf you had? Oh. What are you doing to me? <laughs> that was my next question. So. What is this campaign <laughs> to destroy any sense of masculinity I once tried to cultivate? Um, so my stepdad built uh, like a shelf that was custom made to fit my Smurfs. <laughs> I love this. Don't stop. I love it. Custom. It's only grown. I'm with, sure like, you were up. also macho at eight. <laughs> Danny, hand me that. Let me just run this jig over here. Can you give me a couple of them Smurfs? I want to see them in here real good. Did you stain it? Was it? Stop crying, son. Painted white. Stop crying over there and give me that damn Smurf. Yeah. 
Get, uh, you can part with it for a couple seconds. I'm not going to hurt it. The saw, I will not. I'm going to draw around it. Quit crying and give me the damn Smurf. <laughs> we'll laugh it up. So it was don't white. worry. We'll attach them with museum putty so they don't fall off. There's an earthquake. <laughs> Any other questions, dear? <laughs> yeah, the, the shelf, shelving unit was white and it fit your Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> It took up an entire wall. Was there, was there room for expansion in case the collection Ooh. grew, or did you build it for I, a standard I, I wasn't Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> My, I had, a, I had a, a meager allowance, <laughs> and I spent it all on Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> I spent it all on Smurfs and candy popcorn. I love that your parents didn't intervene. Like that there wasn't a sit down to be like... I think there was a lot of... Like, I think there was a lot of just... Um, looking down at the ground and shaking their head and just thinking, maybe he'll grow out of this. But, like, diversify your portfolio. Like, get a... I, I, I guess you baseball had baseball cards. cards. Baseball cards yeah. I was yeah. into baseball. I was into Star Wars. I was into Smurfs. <laughs> Collectible. <laughs> That's actually nice. Of I was your... into Hot Wheels, excuse me, <laughs> cars. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice of him to build that shelf. Because yeah, the stories was. that I've heard about him, he doesn't seem like the sh- encouraging yeah. shelf-building type. No. It, it's yeah, that was a. It was probably something he found in a landfill. And well, he was a guy that knew what it. happiness was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know if that's true. Um, yeah, but didn't he have that shirt with the motto? Oh, on oh, 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 the right. T-shirt. Yes. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, you got to tell Allie. Wow, what uh, is it? Our, in our in our shed, we he had a T-shirt that he put up that was a picture of a cat inside of a glass jar, mm-hmm. stuffed inside of a glass jar, and it said. Happiness is a tight pussy. Whoa. <laughs> Which it Love took you, me son. many years to understand the 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 nuance of that joke. <laughs> Did you ever bring it up with your mom or I mean we They're know, not together anymore. They're not together. Oh, good. So we we can laugh about it in in a way. Um yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Thank Everybody you. knows about my goddamn Smurf collection. Oh, and cool as fuck. Yes. Um, this is the last fucking thing I tell you about my childhood. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to tell you about the. <laughs> that's all. I don't believe that at all. Although, when you told me the other night, you're like, I know I've mentioned it before. I'm and I was sure like, I, I don't. I really don't <laughs> think so. I think I would have remembered. Because I instantly tweeted about it with your permission, and um, I would have tweeted about it in the past. <clears throat> Do we have any Jasmine? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have lots of stuff to get to, but first, I need to tell you guys about Blue Apron. You're familiar with Blue Apron. They take all the guesswork out of cooking. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to do that thing where you're like, "I want to make this recipe." You go to the store. You have to buy all the ingredients. You get home. You have to, you know measure out how much you need everything everything you need comes in a box to your house uh and they you know it's all pre-proportioned you can be your own rachel ray or whatever or whoever you know what i'm saying when you see people on tv and they're like everything i need is right here in a little in a little dish uh but anyway because thanksgiving is coming up blue apron is now creating special thanksgiving side kits so uh now if you're going to your annual friendship potluck which some people insist on calling friendsgiving and i think i think i expressed my feelings about the term friendsgiving last year so i'm not going to get into it again but now if you have to bring something to your annual friendship potluck 
Blue Apron has you covered. And you can spend less time at the grocery store during the scariest time of the year to be at the grocery store. It's flexible, easy, and guaranteed. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first meal with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Allison. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Okay, so we have an iTunes comment of the week. Now, I have mentioned that I want to do a positive one and a negative one every week because the negative ones are funny. Forch- and, and the best negative one ever, we did more than once because I was like, maybe that'll be our thing. If there's not a new negative one, we'll just keep doing this one that was like the best ever. But then I thought that's, that's I don't know how many times we can hear it. There aren't any new negative comments. I d- I d- I'm just too good. So unfortunately... <laughs> This one is just, it's just positive this time, you guys. I'm sorry. You deserve a negative comment, but there isn't one. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Who wants to read it? Because if I were to read it, now that would be patting myself on the back. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking because this whole segment is patting myself on the back. <laughs> yeah, who who who's it? it? Okay. Sure, I like this fluffy stuff. <laughs> um podcast heroin exclamation. This is by EMC Adams. <clears throat> I love this show so goddamn much. It's my favorite podcast. Everyone is so hilarious and interesting. I'm truly an addict. If I could I would mainline this shit. And then he's like asterisked out the uh, certain letters in the cursing language. Mm. Oh, appreciate that. Yeah. So shit is just, there's no I. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's implied. Yeah. (laughs) It's understood. EMC Adams would think that I get a a male vibe from that, if I'm guessing. A female vibe. What about you guys? Hmm. Um, I feel like mainlining this shit could really go either way. (laughs) Yeah. I got a male vibe, but interesting. Maybe she's a lady uncle. Oh yeah. Maybe it was just because she... you were reading it. <laughs> she's dude vuncular. Yeah. Dude vuncular. <laughs> um, I think because I M M C A Adams, I just think of it as like probably Emily or M or something. So, mm. but I don't know. Person who is addicted to this podcast. And if you're a true addict, I hope you appreciated the first thirteen minutes. We <laughs> 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 appreciated and related. Um. To everyone else, again, I'm sorry. Uh, I, uh, I'm i going to need you to write in and let us know who's right. Thank you so much for the very nice comment. If you would like to leave us a nice comment, please do. Uh, you can do that. And also, please subscribe. And also, tell your friends to subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for all that. And how many um, weeks? That's like five um, weeks without a workplace incident. Meaning I know. I know. I don't know what's going on. I, I guess I'm just... No one's listening anymore. <laughs> well, it's tempting to think that, but I don't think so because there's been like a flurry of positive comments, a lot from the Lacey episode. So there's lots of comments. They're just not mm. negative. I'm telling you, you guys, I've just hit a level of just being too, I'm just too damn good. Now, norm- normally I would be like, oh, 
shit's just drying up <laughs> there's there's nothing there's neither good nor bad however lately i really do feel i've kicked it into a higher gear in terms of excellence and <laughs> it's reflected in the flurry of positive comments the lack of i mean even even i would have trouble coming up with something negative to say if i'm so, guessing at future sound bites i've yeah. kicked it up into a level of excellence <laughs> Um, it would be time to do just me or everyone if I didn't need to hear a story that Daniel told me earlier. And I said, can we talk about it on the show? Because he hasn't he, oh, he yeah. hinted at it, but he didn't tell me. Oh, but first, uh, I have a big announcement. Okay. Eat a bag of dicks. Pins are back in stock, everybody. Woo-hoo. Uh, get them while they last. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Give them to your... Trump voting relatives, <laughs> you can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, okay. eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey, hey. I was going to say that that's available as a ringtone, but it's not. Touch the tushy is Touch available tushy. as a ringtone. Um, eat a bag of dicks should be, though. It should be. Uh, so get it at qzart.bigcartel.com. Dequants on the snappy. Not at Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> Gramblin nap chip. Not at Gramblin nap chip. Dot zip and zip, 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 zip. <laughs> <laughs> Gleep Glorp. Or gleepglorp.edu. <laughs> um, okay, so we, as part of the process of egg retrieving, um, there is also uh, something for the fellas to do. And that involves masturbating into a cup. <laughs> and uh, it's just... We all jack off in cups. They've been inside all of our vaginas as well. It's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And so we've done this many times. And every time the... So what happens is that you go... There is like a lab tech who will hand you a cup and then give you instructions and take you to a room. Instructions. <laughs> yeah, what are the instructions? No, Should you have figured this out by now? This, we may have you would, figured out the you, problem. Now. No, you'd be surprised, Jeff. You think you know how to do it? There are new technique. No, there's no. No, it's all about. What are the instructions? No, it's just like the, keeping it sterile and making sure that you're not contaminating things, and it's all about the the collection. Of the mm, don't get any barbecue sauce in there or anything weird. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so uh, every time that we've done it, we've done it many times. Sometimes I just go in after work and just say, "Hey, uh, <laughs> no, it's always okay." This is going to sound weird, but it's like there's it, the lab tech's always female. Now it's only women who work in it's, these, it's, except for some of the doctors. It's weird, no matter what. There's the only whole thing women. is weird, no matter what. Because you're just not used to being so, you know, business, all business about something like that. And you're like, here you go. Here's my fucking semen. Um, uh, but there's just something about it being, I never actually thought about it until today when it was a dude. And there's, it, there's another level of awkward about <laughs> going in and having a guy like give you the instructions and then afterwards, like, here you go and handing him this it's just the whole thing i see you follow instructions very well <laughs> I, I made sure to like maintain eye contact with him when i gave him the cup why just to make it extra weird <laughs> no i didn't i i, I this looked the fullest one you've seen today you go up what happens is you go up you go up there's a door and a doorbell and you ring the doorbell and then someone comes and they open it and then you uh 
hand them the the cup. And so I was piping just like, hot, <laughs> <laughs> right out of the oven. Um, I was. You do the little like Hannibal Lecter finger touch thing <laughs> as you hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. And uh, no, I was just staring at the floor like here. <laughs> just came out of my body. my shame. Um. I made this. <laughs> I made this for you. Love it. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was lots of uh, lots of fun, but today was easy. I just um, normally I look at uh, videos of uh, Latina women farting on birthday cakes, mm-hmm. but today I just read the news about Manafort getting indicted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do just. <laughs> Let's do just me or everyone. But first, I want to say I'm on Patreon. Go listen to the episode with David Huntsberger and all the other bonus episodes. Uh, so there's bonus episodes. There's an interactive live stream. There's a level where you get merch in the mail. There's a level where you can have a sentence of your choosing read on air. All sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Just me or everyone. My just me or everyone is because I realized I forgot to talk about this. I'm having trouble adjusting to binder life. Allie, where am I going wrong? I think that uh, the stakes are too high. You got it. I mean, now there's expectations. Yeah. Okay, let's unpack though. All right. Okay. You're saying that you think that you have some sort of tab malfunction. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is a tricky thing with binders is that sometimes there's too much freedom. Too much. You I sort think of have so. to figure out right. everything from scratch. Well, first, so I sent Allie, this is, this is, you're you coming can, in in the middle of the dialogue. Can, I sent Allie an email asking, mm-hmm. do you take notes directly into the binder or do you like, cause what I need is, a, I'm used to taking notes on a pad. I need a pad of paper that has holes punched in it so I can take notes on the pad. David is yawning, and I think that probably represents how many of a lis- <laughs> listener feels. <laughs> um, uh, and then from the pad, pull it off the pad and stick it into the binder for safekeeping. Taking notes directly into the binder is a little, it's a tall order, because then it's like the binder takes up so much space on your on your studio console. <laughs> That's so, one issue. I so mean, there's just plenty what do you mean your studio console i mean this table that we're okay. recording at oh, okay yeah. so it's the open binder is just it's like man spreading and you're not yeah. into it <laughs> kind of is yes exactly it's just too much but also on my desk it feels like too much it's too much what could, if, you, could you fold the, co- the cover under yes i Does could that, that would part work. of the problem is you have no space on your desk yeah i know it's, that's the problem it's a mountain of papers i've recently junk. cleaned it though so now for, this is a Brief window where it would work. But anyway, yeah. Tab-wise, so I've got my to-do, mm-hmm. which is where my to-do list go. I've got my projects. Who knows what goes there? I mean, anything. Goals. Hmm. I mean, that's really like only one sheet would go in there. Show notes. And then we talked about, I want to make a list of things I'm going to do if I suddenly have a ton of money. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't bring myself to like indicate that on a tab. Oh, I just do like, a, just, a, you know how... When you have gross pictures on your computer, you label it taxes. 
Just do that. <laughs> okay. Just put taxes and then you can put all of your gross feelings there. Right. Yeah. I don't know where my gross feelings go. What ta- what, what's your tab situation? Uh, I've got uh, to-do list. I have calendars. I have books I've read or, or book or notes I've taken from books. It's it's not it's a little neglected right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I have a travel section of things I like, places I want to go, things like that. I keep a, like a a little bit of a schedule of where I'm going next. Because sometimes I can't. Like I was earlier when I got here, I was like, where was I last week? I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, and then I have a tab that I've labeled, thank you, which is kind of my version of taxes, where it's just a gratitude list. Oh, that's so good. And notes after therapy, I put in there too. After therapy, oh, sometimes good. I'll be like, what did we talk about? And I'll just, I'm like, if I'm going to pay you, I want a souvenir. So I just <laughs> write a couple, jot some notes That's about really what we talked about. I feel like my therapist is so, sometimes like that after therapy. Oh, I what think they do do about? that. <laughs> I had a therapist once who just, just happened. Like she just took notes on a legal pad the entire time. And then she would look up every once in a while and say, well, it sounds like, and then she would just repeat everything I just told her. And did you like, feel what? heard or did you feel cheated? I felt like I was cheated. I was like, yeah. hmm, that's a good tactic. But I really could just <laughs> listen to like record myself and play it back. Anyway, yeah. didn't last long. But um, so yeah, then just be fluid with the tabs, man. All right. Or th- chuck it in the river. Nope. I'm not. I'm committed. Eh. I want it to work because you- my previous. There's a lot of on the P <laughs> part of that word. It was weird. My previous. You know what it is? It's like there's too much horsepower in my mouth for <laughs> for my mouth. <laughs> like, I'm revving. Um, my previous system of note taking, which is just to like either write show notes in a pad or on a folded piece of paper. And then I'm always looking for it. This just wasn't working for yeah. me. Hence the binder is what I need. Right. I just, just, just l- haven't taken to it yet. Lower the stakes a little. Pretend. Let's pretend right now that you quit the binder. What? Let's pretend you quit it. All right. So now there's no record that the binder exists. Well, I already miss it. Well, see, <laughs> but now you can explore the binder without anyone feeling looked at. Okay. And honest, honestly, in a couple weeks, if you're like, fuck this binder to hell and back, auction it off and spend mm. the money on a facial. There you go. Say, hey, listeners, does anyone want my goddamn binder? I hate this. And then just go spend the money on yourself. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. I feel like that was really maternal advice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you guys think? Maternal? Maternal. Maternal. Maternal gave me good advice. Maternal. I forget already what it is. All right, let's do real just mirror everyone. What's that boy? Eat some lettuce. <laughs> Ooh, I have a just mirror everyone. Maternal. Yes. Maternal. <laughs> I. This is my aunt. Also a turtle. <laughs> that is a very good turtle. Isn't it weird that turtles do have ants? Yeah. Like, and cockroaches have grandparents. Isn't that weird? <laughs> like that there's a set of grandparents and they're like oh i'm a grandparent and they're a cockroach like there's every cockroach is like has I'm sitting a here thinking like wait they recognize their grandparents and they're <laughs> they're probably dead by the time they, but anyway but you know what i mean yeah i remember one time i was eating chicken and i, I started thinking this chicken had a mother and i got mm, really sad yeah it's real <laughs> <laughs> what age were you oh like 22 <laughs> <laughs> no maybe i thought this chicken this chicken i no no no. this chicken was somebody's mother Oof. but actually how do i know that you don't sure. know that yeah. yeah but that's what the thought was could have been a man chicken she gave that's all true. those eggs up for adoption she could have been a she could have been a some sort of uh asexual career chicken you don't know <laughs> <laughs> i made so many assumptions yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay jeff you had to just mirror everyone oh i can't throw out old keys I can't either. Especially if I don't know what they're to. 
So I have one key, yeah. and I and I was looking for a key today in where I keep my spare keys. And usually they're labeled. This is the back door. This is the front door. And I actually have one that I don't know what it's for, and it actually has a question mark on it to at least remind me that I don't know what it's for. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I should throw this out. I don't even know what this is doing. Mm-hmm. One day you will get it. You can't. No, you can't. Couldn't throw it out. Can't one day it. you will be gifted a box with a lock. Oh, yeah. I if anyone's written a book on just like the joys of chucking shit out. Mm. Yeah. If I pick up a pen and it doesn't write immediately, trash can. There oh, is that. I book. love yeah. throwing stuff out. It's the I best. I love it. And I feel like the pen as it's flying to the trash can is like, I've, I've got it in. I just haven't written in a while. Like, yeah. and I'm, like, I'm not going to warm you up. You're going to be ready to go. Your job is to be a pen. He's when like, hold me over a match. I'll, I'll keep working. <laughs> that Marie Kondo book is about the joy of tidying up. It really is. You should read okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I, I but there, you have to like, when you throw things away, you can't be as ruthless as that with her book. You have <laughs> no, to like, you got to touch them if they spark yeah. joy. Oh, for heaven's sake. So wait, so you just love throwing stuff out. It just, it's one of those decisions where, like, I've made the decision ahead of time, so I don't even have to think about it. Like, my move is if I pick up the pen and it's bad, I've made that decision months ago. It's, just, right. it's, it's a really smart thing to do because it prevents repeatedly trying to write with pens that don't work, yeah. which is my situation, it, like, in every facet of we life. We all do it. Thinking, like, well, this pen, I'll scribble and scribble, and maybe next time. And then you cap it and put it back in wherever out you go yeah Larry, smart. Larry Miller has a pen that he's doing that with that he's had for years it's a big <laughs> pen and I keep forgetting but I want to go to the store and buy the exact pen and put it in his desk so he, yeah. someday he'll Finally do it he'll go, I just, all I had to do was wait five and a half years <laughs> little little buddy blue came around <laughs> you're probably good at breakups too you're probably I like never never have. get out of here Susan <laughs> I, I, ne- I never really dated that many people so i didn't have to go through the breakup phase a ton um i remember this girl lynn i was like just starting to do the road in comedy and we like had that conversation it was like laid out all these facts i'm gonna be out of town a lot i just don't see this and she was like okay <laughs> and then we're still friends <laughs> huh. all yeah. right so then, yeah, you don't have a lot of attachment issues. That's probably good. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't divulge, I don't get into it unless I'm really like fully in, involved. So my girlfriend now is like the most by far that I've been like, you're the one for me. Oh, does oh. she listen? Does she, is she going to know this? No. Nope. You're like, you're the one. I tell her that all the time. Like, I say a lot of nice things about you on my podcast. And <laughs> she doesn't listen. She's yeah, like, yeah. how about saying it to my face? That would be nice. You're like, yeah. nope, nope, nope. Just on the podcast. Just on the podcast. <laughs> I got to get a download out of this. You there. Listen to my many podcasts. <laughs> all right. Sooner Magic says, as a dog owner, TV shows with doorbells can go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Abs- or knocks. Either of those drive Wendy completely bananas and she just starts barking like mad. We have an Elliot toy that has a little doorbell sound. Ugh. Yeah, Wendy just loses her fucking mind. It's the worst. And then, you know, Elliot will be asleep, but then she'll just start barking and wake him up and it's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you were such a jerk. That's a real domino effect of chaos. Oh, tell me about it. The other night... He so he does this thing maybe once a week where he'll get up in the middle of the night and it's like time to party and he'll be up for an hour just you know and so it's it's you know it, but it'll be three a.m. or something so you're just like Ugh. and um I was trying to I was just like it took forever to just get him to close his eyes you know he'll do that thing where he'll close his eyes for a second and then open them and then 
and then open them. And he, it was like the eyes closed, and that's the exact moment that Wendy was like, Bah! And it was just like, and he was like, Ugh! and then he was up for another 15 minutes. And it's like, oh. you, <laughs> Wendy, start running. No. Um, but she's OG. Yeah. She's like, I was here first. Yeah. The funny yeah, thing it's is- a weird thing, it, it, a little bit, but she, she just will. It won't even be a sound. It'll just be the darkness. She just will bark into the darkness. You don't the think she's here? I always assume she's hearing something. I don't know. I mean, I I don't hear it. Whatever it is. No, yeah. but don't dogs have better hearing than we? But do? it'll. But there's. It's quiet. It's like three. It's. I know, but it could be like the neighbor walking around or something. Anyway, she's probably scaring away a ghost. Daniel yeah. talks. Don't all scare tough. the ghost away. I want to see a ghost. Talks <laughs> all tough, but really. Yeah. All I'm trying to, I mean, there's she's my snuggleberries. That's how you are towards Wendy, but also like all the time. I bought I bought her a Cinderella dress for Halloween. <laughs> she's my snuggleberries. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I, I I don't really, I'm not really tough with her. That's probably why she barks as much. Caesar Milan would probably be like telling me that's why, or any of these dog trainers. My indulging her makes her anxious. I think what they too. say is that. Us letting her sleep in the bed is not good in terms of behavior stuff. Well, I think all of it. I don't we're really not, understand that. We though. don't. We don't uh, give her the amount of limitations that dog trainers would want us to give yeah, them. Yeah, she, so really she doesn't have structure. I think the idea is that it makes her feel emboldened. She, no, it, it, it's uh, the dog. The dog doesn't. It, it, she's not an alpha dog, so she doesn't. She's not comfortable in the role of being alpha but because there aren't enough limits and and discipline she feels she has to be but that just makes her anxious Mm. right you gotta be a dick to your dog yeah you gotta be but i can't (sighs) she is well she is very she's perilously cute she's way too it's you saw that face yeah it's not good for her she needs to be less cute so you can be a bigger jerk she's not (laughs) served by that face no she's really not (laughs) she's my snuggleberries she is (sighs) okay uh, Micah says, I fully crouch down rather than bend over if I need to tie my shoes or grab something low so people don't look at my butt. <laughs> Might be Mika. That's smart. I don't do that. I just wave it in the air. Mm-hmm. Can I confess something? My whole life, I've been, I've had my pants properly hiked up to where they need to be hiked. No butt crack or anything. Lately, don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Got bigger problems. I bring the foot up. Problems. I've, I've been I find something to set my foot upon. Mm, that's so smart. To, no, can, uh, you know, that's a real cowboy way of doing it. Like yeah. putting up on the fence post. <laughs> I'm not stupid to your level, feet. Yeah, <laughs> you coming to me? <laughs> yeah. But so wait, what changed? Because there is more crack these days. Oh, but your shirts usually wait a second, like a button shirt. When, like sometimes that. when you're bathing, Elliot. <laughs> you got I'll your whole notice. ass hanging out. Teehee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what happened is, uh, I don't know. Like, I gave up. <laughs> How long have we been married? I don't know, like nine or ten years. In yeah, Smurf years, that long. Or- Smurf years. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. I'm just trying to understand that you used to hike it up and now you don't. Like you used to, pr- you used to pull it up before you would lean down. I, I was just more conscientious. Gotcha. That the pants didn't ride down enough, and now it's just too much. It's too much to worry about. No, I understand. You ran out of dams to give. Yeah, and also, <laughs> like, you know, I imagine there's some folks that need a little thrill in their life, mm-hmm. you know? I'll give them a little thrill. I saw. I think I saw a butt crack the other day. 
I feel like I was at a cafe and was just like, mm, there's a butt crack. It was fun. Yeah. It's like when you see a cool animal in the wild. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is. Like a deer in the bushes. <laughs> but the worry is that then it'll end up on sexybuttcracks.com. <laughs> You know, um, and you don't want to be famous for that. That's Is that a real site? Because I'm going to go there. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Probably is. Danielle Lynn says, get nervous that my iPass won't work every time I approach a toll booth. Well, this is a real toll specific situation. What's yeah, an iPass? Not a lot of tolls out here. Is that like a fast track thing? It must be. must be. Yeah. Is that in a place where they have paid freeways, turnpikes and such? Sure, I bet it's probably New Jersey. Yeah, yeah I, I feel actually, like the East know. Coast is lousy with paid roadways. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can relate to that, though. Especially if you're... I can relate to the anxiety of going through a parking arm situation thing where there's not a human being there because if technology fails you, you'll, you're, you're still there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you're busting through it. This might be in the same realm if uh, like an automatic paper towel dispenser or something like mm-hmm. that doesn't immediately work. I will give it a lot of tries. I'll like oh. say, this, ah, I'm doing this wrong. I'll really, I'll bump it. I'll really yeah. keep after it. Do you guys do that? No. No, I give it a, I give it a whack with the back of the, my, my hand. I give it yeah. like, come on, you fucking silent. Give me a towel. <laughs> like, I have no patience for it. If it doesn't but you know work- what? When you give it a little wrap with your knuckles, boom, towel comes out, out right really? away. Really? With the, with the air dryer? Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't work, I just, that's when I take out the the pen and I change it to press butt to release bacon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do what you're talking about, David, with the sink. Mm-hmm. Where you have to wave your hand to get the water to come out. Yeah. Sometimes it just oh, at yeah. the courtyard therapist appointment. Mm. <laughs> long long story. Um, for some reason that sink it just doesn't. It's like hard to get the water to turn on. So I'll. I'm. I always don't believe it's not happening. Right. Like come on. And so mm-hmm. then I try to find the little magic eye, and I like touch it, and it still doesn't work. Oh. Yeah. Maybe right. it's just broken. It might just be broken. Well, then I'll look for clues. Like, there's no moisture around this right. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. That's good. Oh, I do some of a thorough investigation. <laughs> <laughs> but suddenly a clipboard materializes out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then out comes the Yelp app, and you're letting the world know. Firing it away. Have you guys ever left Yelp ads? I mean, Yelp reviews? No. I never have. I feel like you are in or you're out with Yelp. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't commit to a username yes. and everything to do. And I, so many times I want to leave one, but I'm like, I'm just not about that, man. Yeah. Positive or negative? Usually negative. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I also never want to be discovered because I never want to be personally responsible for hurting someone's feelings. But there have been also good, good reviews, like, I go to this one uh, foot massage place in uh, in Glendale. It's a fa- classic family spa, and you can get like a an hour long massage for like a dollar or something. It's <laughs> no, it's like a, I think it's like twenty five dollars or something. And, it, and they give a foot massage. It's great. They just massage your feet, and every time they leave, they're like encourage me to leave a review, and I'm always like I'm on it, and then I <laughs> never will ever. And every time I go, I'm like I hope they don't remember that I said last time I would. So I don't checking that every day. I don't I'm know. Sure. Apparently, it, yeah. it means something to them, and I just yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be one of those people who are like I'm kind of a restaurant reviewer in my spare time. And you're like <laughs> you're, you're just have a Yelp. Yelp account. is shady yeah. as fuck, though. Yeah. Like they force the businesses to pay a certain amount of money every month, and if you don't pay it, they will take bad reviews and bring <gasps> them to the top. 
But I rely, I have found my doctors on Yelp. Like I have rely, I rely on it to be like, what do the people say? Like capital T, capital P, like have they spoken? I do too. And it can be someone who has like four or five, like a really good rating. Mm -hmm. I suddenly forgot. What is that a five, right? right? Like four or five. And then I'll be reading all the positive reviews, but then I'll read one or two negative ones from 2012. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, well, I can't go to them now. My favorite review is either on Amazon or on Yelp Bar. I would give it zero stars if I could. <laughs> there's always like, I had to give it yeah. one star. <laughs> but I will, I will still go to a doctor, let's say, if it's like, this is a review about the billing department. Or this is a review okay. about Norma front in the desk. front desk. Yeah. Right. If it's a front desk, it's just like. Yeah. You know. Your job is to talk to customers. <laughs> okay. William Levi Walker says, During summertime, I like the room to be cold while I sleep, but then when winter comes, I want it warm and toasty. I <laughs> feel like that's everyone. Yeah. I like it. Boiling hot well, summer. I will, I will say this. I will say this. Um, 74 degrees in the winter feels different than 74 degrees in the summer. Yeah. Gross right. in the summer. Yeah, like in the summer, that's uh, it's a little bit on the warm side, but it, in the winter, it's like, or even 76. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's. I'm not in this boat. I'm no. weird. I go into hotel rooms and it's cold, and I'm like, no. I turn the heater on in the summer, and you can smell the dust burning off because the <laughs> heater hasn't been used in months. And I like will crank it up to sauna levels. Even like, in the in summer. July. Yeah. And, th- and you can sleep in that? Because yeah. I'm, I'm like you, but the opposite. I need it to be cold all the time. I I'm, need everything to be cold. I'm like an iguana. Like if there were a heat lamp in the corner and a rock, I would be on it. Like <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I have no metabolism. Yeah. But I'm like, no one's turned this heater on in this Hampton Inn for <laughs> months. <laughs> it smells like blood. Yeah, it smells like just a blowtorch yeah. and, and dust bunnies. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. What um, temperature do you like it to be when you sleep? Like seventy eight or eighty. Oh my gosh! I know, I know. What's and then, are you under me? comforters and stuff too? I don't know. It's, it's I black out, but I'm sure that I. I'm sure it's bad for me. You don't I'm, know what your sheet you situation collapse. is. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm gently poaching my own brain. Like I'm think that right. I have a hard boiled brain. I definitely do because Wendy sleeps on my head, so the heat <laughs> can't escape my head, and it'll be like really hot in the morning i'm like <laughs> definitely cooking my brain by having a dog sleep on it i wonder if this is different for people who sleep with someone in a bed versus uh some of us who don't yeah. often i wonder if it's just like if when you have a hot 98 degree body next to you if you're just like all night if you're like <laughs> oh god like maybe lo- maybe lonesome sleepers don't get too sad about it guys <laughs> temporary situation maybe the hot 98 degree body daniel has by his side is Wendy because <laughs> I'm there too but there's I'm we, further away the, these days it's like I'm just clinging to the edge of the bed I can't get <laughs> no. um, yeah where did you grow up uh, in the Bay Area I have no excuse I'm not like mm. I'm like I'm from Maine like there's no I have yeah. no excuse I just am a chihuahua I'm yeah. just a good I'm like that weird naked parrot that needs to wear a sweater like it's a hairless cat yeah it's 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 not fun in cars no one likes you in the car when you're like can we drink and they're like it's august you'd love arizona <laughs> though no i probably not but sure <laughs> Maybe well just nevada. in terms of the temperature i'll not, go to nevada heat. now you're talking they got lemon groves and dirt clods <laughs> no lemons in the lemon <laughs> so you have no concept of what your sleeping arrangement is 
You just like wake up somewhere in the room, like it happened again. I, like, yep. slept <laughs> the night. I like I a lot of times when I'm in a hotel, I will wake up and have to give myself a minute to know where I am or what time I'm. Well, you yeah, people somewhere. do that, but they typically look and go, "All right, got the covers kind of under my." I think arm. I'm under the covers. I think I'm under okay. them. I mean, it's not like I wake up in the shower under cold water. <laughs> Just be like, how did I get here? But I mean, it's not like I wake up in the middle of the night to be like, turn this off. Like, yeah, I don't know. But oh, I guess what I what I meant to ask is, <laughs> when you're awake and you're looking at your bed, mm-hmm. the is there like a a heavy, warm <laughs> comforter and sheet situation, or is it like because you have the heat so high, you right. just have a single sheet or something? Uh, no, I think I'm typically I wake up under the covers. This is very forensic, though. <laughs> Do you what? swing? We're a gonna leg come out? watch you sleep. Well, <laughs> I probably swing a leg out. Okay. Because Allison, even in the middle of the summer, we have <laughs> mm-hmm. a full comforter and mm-hmm. she has an electric blanket. Whoa! That's why I like it to be so cold. I like it to be really cold, and then I like the bed to be really warm. Yeah, because then she'll turn the fan on and the AC <laughs> up, and it's like you know. I have an idea. So I feel like that's my... Let's, my, let's make our carbon footprint as large <laughs> oh, as possible. No. <laughs> oh, no. I like to heat it just an oil drum full of yeah. uh, garbage in the corner. I just light that on fire. Super easy. Cook a hot dog. I'd like to... And this is so creepy, but I really would like to see a sleep study footage of you sleeping. Oh, I'm a... I'm a living nightmare when it comes to sleep. And I've talked about this on another podcast, but I, I will fall asleep anywhere. I fall asleep on the floor like last week. You guys, this is like way too much, but this isn't just me or everyone. There's no such thing as too much. I mean, there's no no one else experiences this, but like I I used to drive into the driveway when I was like 16, 17, turn off the car, fall asleep in the car with my seatbelt on and the radio on. I've fallen asleep in like gothic industrial clubs. I have fallen. I Last week I was working on the couch and I fell asleep and I was like, I got to get up and brush my teeth, take my contacts out. My bathroom is eight feet away. On the way to the bathroom, I just decided to sit on the carpet and fall back asleep. <laughs> Do you have narcolepsy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think I have bad blood sugar and really poor uh, habits in terms of like the day is over. You yeah, have to go to, to bed sleep. now. <laughs> I just go until it's just like uh, like a marionette whose strings were cut. Right. You're just like walking to the bedroom and you're like, that's it. Yeah. Like, Honestly, I've woken up on the bathroom floor with my head on a scale. It's been like, this is pillow-esque. So tired. Must turn heater up to 80. <laughs> I, I want to do a sleep study so bad, but I'm... I'm I'm also uh, afraid, like, they they put, like, a harness of wires on your face. Yeah, how do you sleep? I don't know how, how does sleep. that normal? I, yeah, how are you supposed to sleep on the floor with that on? I, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how they can get any data that's, like, a simulation of your normal. I was told, I had an ear, nose, and throat doctor who wanted me to go do a sleep study because of my snoring. And I couldn't do it because the idea of people watching me sleep is too fucking weird for really me. yeah you're afraid that they're just they're they're gonna be into it or no. like they're just gonna be no i just don't like the idea of a bunch of eyeballs on me while i'm vulnerable like asleep mm. i think it'd be a real treat on my end yeah. yeah i don't move much i sleep with a little smile on my face <laughs> they get a they get a nice little show very subtle yeah show. guys just sleep his little heart out <laughs> <laughs> I don't move much either. I often wake up in the same position that I went to sleep Excuse in. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, except for I, I get you up. You get up 15 <laughs> times during the night. 
you, you will sleep. You will go long stretches of the night on the couch in the living room. But that's, the, that's we're exactly the same. But 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 at the end of the night, you get back into the position you were in at the beginning. I will give you that. <laughs> See. Yeah, similar, identical, similar, <laughs> same situation. I, the couch thing is—I hadn't been doing that for a long time, but it's recently come back into my repertoire. What happens? I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll be like, "Usually, when I'm, I go to bed." Yeah, I think that's what happens. I think I—I'll I'll, I'll be trying to get in and not wake her up, and then she'll be like, "I'm going to the couch." You're like, I don't say it. The romance is gone. No, I don't say it. <laughs> well, but I'm not aware of it. It's just all of a sudden I'm awake. And I'm not comfortable. <laughs> something changed, and I'm not comfortable. Something. something. I'm just what is like it? You. What is it? I was so happy and comfortable. Something shifted to make me really, really un- uh, just unhappy. And, and I'll and it'll be like hot in there. So then I'll think I'm gonna go sleep on the couch because it's cooler in the living right. room. And then I'll sleep out here for a couple hours, and then I'll wake up out here, and I'll be like, I think it's time to go back into the right. bedroom. But I hadn't done that in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it when I was pregnant because I wasn't comfortable to sleep on the couch. I did start sleeping in the chair, though, <laughs> the recliner. But um, yeah, but all of a sudden it's back. I don't know why. I don't know. I am a furnace, though. I'm very... I I like wake up. I'm always really hot and sweat. I, I can't maintain my body temperature. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, anyway. So there you go. <laughs> I for the listeners I just burped. <laughs> All right. And EP Jeff says, practice my various facial expressions anytime I am alone in front of a mirror or reflective window. No, I don't do that. No. I do, I? Jim I do did that look at myself yeah. though. What? Jim Carrey did that a lot. Like his parents both died when he was really young and he when he was feeling like sincere like severe grief, he would go look at himself in the mirror and be like, "All right, keep this in mind." So then, like, give him some depth to play those oh. sort of emotions in the future, which is pretty... I didn't know that his parents died young. Yeah, his young. story's, like, fairly tragic. You uh, can see there's a lot of pain in that guy, mm-hmm. I think. Interesting. That is smart and also really sad. Yeah. To think, like, to be in the midst of experiencing such grief and then think, I'm going to use this one day. Yeah, got to yeah. put this in the bank. Right. Yeah. But he was like... Really sad, and he looks in the mirror, and it's uh, Fireman Bill's face. I've never done it personally. Like, facial expressions in the mirror, I suppose. This person does it all. Anytime they're in front of a mirror, they must be so weird when they're like in a bathroom, they think by themselves, and someone else walks in, and they're like, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> It's right in a rehearsal. <laughs> so, yeah. Sometimes I wonder if people who have really good expressions and photos that are really good at posing 100%. they must practice I'm sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think 100%. i should do that because i never am like the my expression in any photo ever yeah but then it's like who cares you just gotta know your angles man yeah they you gotta you work know? those angles i don't know i had a makeup artist who uh is very good at selfies and she mm-hmm. said her trick was just you you point the camera you hold the button down and it just takes a bunch and she's like and you just work your angles and you press it down and you see what you get and i was like wow that's Good advice in case you need a lot of photos of yourself. I don't know what my oh. angles are. Yeah, I don't know I what mine to, are either. We need to find, let's find our angles. We should have an angles tab in our we binders. Should. <laughs> Where we just find Which them. Which degree. And I, we work them. I don't know mine either. I feel like I always look uh, too quizzical when I'm trying to look cute. 
I just look, I look like someone's <laughs> just said something really questionable to me and I'm like, hmm, it's not good. <laughs> you guys, I have a dog to tell you about. You are a dog. Who found your bed? You are a dog. Who found your bed? A doggy dog. Who found your bed? Dog, 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 dog. Who found your bed? Dog, 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 dog. Who found your bed? That's what you are. Who found your bed? You are a pooch. An ugly mutton. Inside, you come inside with poop on your butt. With poop on your butt. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you are. Healthy, beautiful, and smiley Nellie is looking for a forever home through the Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. Nellie is a gorgeous white and tan hound terrier mix, 65 pounds and a little over a year old. This athletic girl would probably do best in an active home. Nellie isn't just a beauty. She's got some brains. Nellie Nellie knows sit, stay, lay down, and is bell trained, meaning she knows how to ring a bell to let her owners know when she needs to go out. Wendy. We tried that. (laughs) Fucking useless. Everyone takes notice of (laughs) Nellie's winning smile and her beautiful eyes that look like she overdid it a little bit with the eyeliner. Listeners can learn more about Nellie using the following tiny URL, tinyurl.com slash adopt Nellie, N-E-L-L-I-E, tinyurl.com slash adopt Nellie. Also, I will put a link in the episode summary on my website, alisonrosen.com. And hey, uh, we have newish t-shirts available. Go to the store on my website, alisonrosen.com. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. And everyone at this table, are you ready to have your minds blown? This is a paradigm shift that you're not going to believe. Oh my God, I'm nervous. Everything you know to be true is going to be false. Sexybuttcrack.com <laughs> and sexybuttcracks.com <laughs> are both available. Whoa. What? Somebody what? has what not taken those in? yet. What? Can you believe it? There is no God. Think simulation. It's a simulation. One. It's almost like nobody wants to look at sexy butt cracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not possible. That's so amazing. I just now I have to change my career. Now I have to be a curator of uh, of SBCs. Yep. Sexy, sexy butt cracks. Yeah. It's like and then you can get sexy butt crack and have a direct to sexy butt cracks in case somebody gets the URL wrong. I, I like the idea of it's someone all, falling waiting there. I like the idea of someone falling into a life of curating photos of butt cracks simply because the URL was available. <laughs> a door opens. You got to go through it. Yep. There it is. Daniel, where uh, can I find you? You can find me at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Grambling Nap Chip. Oh, hey. going to have a cookie. Hey. Oh yeah, check out the garage. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a big garage. Get the get out of here, you motherfucker. Those fucking people. Um and I've Look got a, my balls. I've got a <laughs> podcast that I sometimes put out called The Watching Hour. We're talking about movies these days. Alien Covenant and maybe uh, a little Blade Runner in the future. When are you gonna watch that spin-off? Which one is that? The Smurfing Hour? Oh my god. <laughs> cool as fuck. <laughs> God damn you. (laughs) (laughs) Allie, uh, where do we find you and plug everything you'd like people to check out? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Allie Ward. I'm on 
the Snappies, as it's now called. The Snappy. Dequants um, on the Snappy. <laughs> I'm at sexybuckracks.com. Um, uh, I'm on Instagram. Everything's just my name. And then I have the Ologies podcast where you can hear volcanologists who are also a lot like Tom Cruise talk about their lives. <laughs> you know what? They should be, though. Shouldn't scientists be like Tom Cruise's in our world? It would sure. be a better world. Sure. Neil deGrasse Tyson's pretty, pretty famous. But if, pretty scienti- if, if scientists were our celebrities this would be a better world instead of scientologists that's the problem there's a hiccup in the system that's right and like that episode you did i think with anthropologists or no archaeologists where you were or no paleontologists where you were talking about the digs and you said how much do you think it costs to fund a dig in the summer in the desert like and fund an entire i know can you believe that it was like ten thousand dollars ten grand we can fund a dino dig Yes. We should sponsor a dino I would thought it was going to be like 1.3 million yeah, or exactly. something. Do you get to keep the dino bones? I think you have to give them away to the researchers, but yeah. then you can name the dinosaur for less than a used Camry. Let's kickstart a dig. Yes. But wait, are there for, like, how do you know that you, you're not just going to run into like old shoes or something? I think yeah. there's a lot of dinos out there that need digging. Do, I mean, do people know where they are? They uh, must, yeah. right? I think they're they're out in There's Nevada. <laughs> Ichthyosaurus, yeah. very much so was. <laughs> in fact, an episode of my podcast, which none of you have listened to, is, uh, we, about, we had an um, icky IPA, which is brewed in Nevada, and it's named after a fossil that was found in central Nevada because uh, we've got our own dinosaur bones, you guys. Culture. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, pretty cool. Huge, like, uh, fish-type dinosaur. Yeah. It, nothing icky about that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite dinosaur? I like uh, Triceratops a lot. I always yeah. say Stegosaurus, but really Triceratops is, that's my homie. You got to live your truth, man. Yeah. Wait, why do you always say Stegosaurus? I don't know. I like to draw those two, but like those are my two main like ones I would draw as a kid. And then still, I, I just think like uh, Stegosaurus has like a nice symmetrical kind of shape mm-hmm. to it that's cool. So I, I do, and I do think the things on the back are really interesting. But Triceratops, I don't know, just, Triceratops fl- flew. No, no, no. They're oh. the ones with the the sort of mane of. Is it horns or webbing? Like it's like a weird like it's just oh, like yeah. a plate, Bone, like, yeah. Yeah, right? Like little ridges. Yeah. Well, they're it two was- different types. I was just at uh, a natural history museum that had the different. They're two different delineations within the the sta- or the Triceratops world. Some of them have like the knobs on the plate. Others are smoother. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was thinking of pterodactyl. Oh yeah. Uh, I hearken beast. back the pterodactyl, <laughs> right? The pterodactyl, pterodactyl. Uh, we when we learned about dinosaurs, there was a song that I know I've brought up before, and some other people knew it, but it the I can't remember the tune, but it was like Terry, Terry, Dactyl, Stega, Stegosaurus. It's really good. Okay, Nevada, Nevada. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, uh, there's a lot per capita, a lot of red beans eaten in Nevada. Is that true? No. What kidney beans? Uh, per capita. Well, I mean, we grow potatoes there. A lot of potatoes, garlic, onions, things like that. Things that grow but not in like arid climate. Kidney beans cooked in a skillet. Why do you think that? I mean, like on a, on a flame out in the open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I feel like either it's either degenerate gamblers or ranchers out on the range eating their beans. Yeah. <laughs> my, my cousin was a cowboy uh-huh. from 
Uh, we used to call it Winnemucca, but they call it Winnemucca. We stress the muck and they stress the win. We say, I say, and we all would say Winnemucca. Winnemucca. Yeah. When you're not from there, you say Winnemucca and they're like, oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. uh-uh. yeah. You put the accent on the win, not the muck. Yeah. That's buckaroo country. That's real like sure cowboy is. stuff. Yeah. yeah. They were like, like, what's your job? And they're like, I'm a cowboy. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had people that didn't know, like they thought cowboys was like saying, I'm a, I'm a unicorn or something yeah. like a made. I'm a Viking. Yeah. Big wide <laughs> hat that's totally uh, cylindrical on top and flat on the top. I don't know about that. That sounds like a stove, stove pipe. Pot, hat. Yeah. yeah. Are no, you no, okay? but the 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 bra- like this part, the brim, the brim. is the brim. really wide. That's a standard like buckaroo look, right? So and I'll they bet sleep in their jeans, look. Wranglers, Wranglers that are belted just below their nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Winnemucca. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two stepping, eating beans. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Wait, David did. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! My precious plugs. (laughs) That fool is eager. This is this is why he does it. I'm so sorry. Hey, no problem. I don't have a ton to promote. My junk show is back uh, November 12th, and I hope you had a wonderful Nevada day. You can buy my CDs, stand up albums on uh, iTunes and and, um, Amazon, and you can start a Pandora station. You can get screen prints and my comic book and things like that at davidhunsberger.com also links to any sort of social media on there and i am tweeting non-stop it's hard to keep up it really is a lot follow me on instagram at allison rosen and twitter at allison rosen and you can follow the show's twitter feed at a-r-i-y-n-b-f okay thanks everyone for being on the show listeners thank you for listening i love you goodbye hey do you know and Rose and Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alice and Rose is your new best friend.